This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. I have to tell you, I love all my guests. Everybody who listens to me knows I always love my guests. But today is something that... I am considering doing myself. So, ooh, I'm just so excited to learn more about this. And so please join me in welcoming Matthew Holman to our program today. Welcome, Matthew. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Deb. Thank you for having me. Perfect. I love it. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you, and then we will dive into this. So Matthew Holman is head of growth and the co-founder of QPilot, a platform that helps subscription box brands schedule and automate purchasing for all of the ways their customers shop. His expertise reaches across the spectrum from marketing to operations to shipping. He has worked directly with hundreds of brands to transform their acquisition, shipping, and subscriptions. His special skill is looking at the big picture and distilling down the steps that should be taken for success. At his core, Matt is a problem solver. So again, Matt, welcome. Thank you, Deb. I'm really excited to talk to you. This is great. Great. Well, you know, I always like learning about how my guests got to where they are today. So tell us a little bit how you discovered that this is, at least for right now, your passion in life. Yeah, it's a really great question. I think, I mean, there's kind of backing into a little bit um, as a marketer, we often find like, you know, we try to do what everybody else is doing. We're Mm -hmm. running ads or creating Mm -hmm. landing pages, sending emails. And I've been doing that for a while too, but the latest iteration of what QPilot does and what I do has a lot to do with actually leaning more into my strengths, which Mm -hmm. is talking to people, creating content, Mm -hmm. doing events and things like that. And and so it's been a little bit of a journey for me. Um, You know, I I actually was uh, incarcerated through Mm -hmm. my 20s and part of my 30s. Um, And so for me, a lot of the last six years have Mm -hmm. been starting a new career. So I ended up in e-commerce because I I love it. I just Mm -hmm. think that it's such a fascinating industry that's constantly Mm -hmm. iterating, changing. Mm -hmm. And marketing on e-commerce is kind of like this intersection of technology mm-hmm. and um, and psychology, right? right. Consumer behavior. Mm-hmm. 
And so um, I actually ended up starting um, a job because I just needed something. I want to do something fun. So mm-hmm. I ended up working with some guys in shipping. Okay. And um, that was kind of complicated and difficult mm-hmm. and and getting good at explaining how shipping works for e-commerce means you can pretty much explain just about anything. Um, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe short of like, you know, nuclear physics or, or, mm-hmm. or, the, or banking. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, especially this week, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and so, um, but I was working, um, at a previous company and I enjoyed it, but I, I kind of started to get a little frustrated in the sense of, um, not being included in, um, a lot of the decisions for mm-hmm. the company's direction. Right. And so mm-hmm. I, I kind of pay, face one of those pivotal moments in a mm-hmm. career where you're like, do I want to be the person who's going to sit here and complain all the time? Or mm-hmm. do I want to put up and shut up? Mm-hmm. Right. Put up or shut up. Right. So hey. I had the opportunity to join Q pilot. They were mm-hmm. looking for a co-founder, um, mm-hmm. Qpilot does a lot of stuff with shipping. It was actually mm-hmm. made a lot of sense. And so going out on the entrepreneur route, um, it's a lot of risk. It's a lot of risk. It's mm-hmm. scary, but um, I've loved, I've loved, mm-hmm. do, don't regret the decision at all. So um, yeah. I love it. You know, and we were talking before the program. I mean, there's so many different ways to actually use a subscription service. Right. I think many of us are used to the Amazon version where right your vitamins, your whatever just appears, Um, you know, and, and I mean, that really is, that's, that is probably one of the easiest ways to do it, but so many people don't want to be part of Amazon. So many businesses don't. So tell us a little bit more about how a subscription service actually operates. Sure. Yeah, for sure. I think there's a lot of different versions of that, right? Like you Mm -hmm. mentioned, like getting supplements, um, you could actually have like, you know, a Netflix subscription, Mm -hmm. a newspaper, gym membership. I think at its core, it's really about two things, right? Um, The business is providing a set of predictable Mm -hmm. services that they often have productized, right? So it's Mm -hmm. easy for them to kind of deliver them. And Mm -hmm. the customer is getting something that they value Mm -hmm. that they want on a consistent basis. And so that I think subscriptions often get, they they look really, really flashy for some companies because mm-hmm. it's predictable revenue and that's right. great, right? And but, you don't have somebody sending out invoices every right. month or whatever. Mm-hmm. Credit cards on file. It's just mm-hmm. getting hit every month that, mm-hmm. you know, that makes it really, really easy. I think what makes subscriptions really interesting though, is this opportunity to like, you can have a greater engagement with your target audience. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, if you're talking about wanting to do a subscription service for say like lawn care, mm-hmm. right. Um, you know, local neighborhood, you might be selling to people to get them to cut your mm-hmm. lawn. You know, the fact that you're out there selling that and you're having a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. What if that, what if that some of your customers say, Hey, do you trim trees too? Like, right. do, do, And you can't about- really do that with, Oh, say Amazon. Right. <laughs> Right. And if you're just selling us something a one time, if you're just selling mm-hmm. something to somebody, they're not seeing that as a relationship, mm-hmm. whereas a subscription is actually kind of mm-hmm. a relationship, right. you know, like, so that, that engagement opportunity gives businesses like a lot of information mm-hmm. and a lot of opportunity to develop products mm-hmm. and other services that they want to sell to their target customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting because, you know, we, I don't know anybody who doesn't have some type of subscription service, you know, and, and typically it is going to be things like Netflix or um, Audible, whatever it is. But it never really occurred to me that it could be so much better for small businesses. Um, you know, and as you were talking about the lawn care, I thought that's my trash guy. You know, it's, I live in an area where trash is privately contracted, uh, you know, trash service. And, um, you know, and, and so there's, you know, I don't know, four or five different companies. We picked the one that was here before we, you know, when we bought the house, that was just right. easy, but yeah, once a month 
I get an invoice from them and, you know, and, and um, now they don't, I, I don't know if they have it automated or not, um, but I do get the automated emails and, and things like that. And so it's, yes, you know, it just, it, it, and it will tell me, Hey, you didn't pay last month, um, you know, because the email went into spam or whatever, but yeah, I can, I can really see where if you are a small business, a landscaper, you know, uh, whatever it is, having this automated is just going to save so much time right. because you're not, you know, I, I think of like the little kids, the little paperboy kids, you know, who used to have to go to the door and say, I'm collecting <laughs> you know? and, and they might get paid. They might not. Um, but yeah, it just, it, and, and then you are able to focus on doing your business. Exactly. And I think too, um, it's, this is a discussion I've had quite a bit with a lot of business owners and mm-hmm. uh, across the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And Really, if you think about it, which what kind of service or product would you mm-hmm. like to be investing your time in? Is it mm-hmm. going after one-time purchasers that mm-hmm. you try to get them to buy again and again? Or is it mm-hmm. an engaging relationship where they're agreeing to buy from mm-hmm. you into the future? Right. And they, they're they not always, it's not always just easy to say, oh, one's easier than the other. Mm-hmm. They both take work. But mm-hmm. if you're going to invest time and effort in building a business, mm-hmm. why not go after greater engagement, right. relationship, predictable mm-hmm. revenue? Um, and so you can... And almost any business can be shifted or structured in a mm-hmm. way to support a subscription-based mm-hmm. offering, I think. Right. Yeah. And I'm thinking about the other ones that I get, and it's exactly what you were saying. I get this monthly email and it says, hey, we now offer, or did you know we've got this? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and when I buy my air my filters for my refrigerator from Amazon, that doesn't happen. I just this air filter appears, right? Um, But yeah, when you're a small business, you can reach out to folks and say, you know, we're a landscape company, but did you know we also hang Christmas lights or, you know, whatever it is. The the, the, the funnest one I've run into at least recently is, and I'm a, I'm a guy, so I don't, skincare is something I've ignored for a long part of my (laughs) life, right? But I've been trying to get better at it. And um, I've had a few different products and I've tried some Mm -hmm. of what my wife uses. Mm -hmm. And I started taking a, an endurance supplement earlier Mm -hmm. this year, because I'm training for some races and stuff. And it, and it works. So mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. I trust these guys. Cause mm-hmm. that's, that's also another thing. Supplements is like, you sometimes wonder if they're working right. or not. Yeah. I mean, is it doing anything? Mm-hmm. Right. So, so it works. I mm-hmm. felt a drastic difference taking it. And then mm-hmm. they launched a skincare routine like a couple of weeks ago, Ooh. which I would normally never buy from some online. Right. Cause they all say the same things. Mm-hmm. It's going to moisturize. It's going to mm-hmm. heal. It's like, right. Might have sunscreen. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But since I already have a, a, a product, I'm mm-hmm. already buying from them and I already trust that mm-hmm. at least this pro their other product line mm-hmm. works. I bought it and mm-hmm. you know, I, I like it. And it's mm-hmm. kind of weird to say I bought skincare as an upsell from an endurance mm-hmm. supplement company, mm-hmm. but I did and right. it worked. <laughs> well, then does it make you wonder ooh, what other products do they offer? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because again, we live in an age where people are skeptical. There's so many things out there. And, I and think we're lazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. And so when we can, a, a subscription, again, is an opportunity for a relationship. Mm-hmm. It builds trust. Mm-hmm. Um, I think once, and once you start to build that relationship mm-hmm. and that trust, then people are going to be, al- now, if it's something totally foreign, like your lawyer says, they start offering garbage pickup. You're yeah. Gonna you're going to be, I don't think so. <laughs> if your lawyer said, Hey, we actually have brought in an accountant now right. and we offer accounting mm-hmm. service. Like mm-hmm. we have a CPA on staff too. Do you mm-hmm. want us to do both of those things for you? Like you, you'd probably mm-hmm. listen at least and mm-hmm. look at that offer. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and like we said, we're in, and maybe it's not that we're lazy, it's we're busy. Yes. So the easier we can make it for people, the better it is. Absolutely. It's something we say at Q Pilot is 
you, you don't want your customers to ever shop anywhere else, right? right? You, you need to make the subscription experience mm-hmm. powerful enough and engaging enough and easy enough mm-hmm. that nobody is left thinking, oh man, my pet food's not going to get here for three more days. Mm-hmm. I need to go buy that from the right. local PetSmart instead, mm-hmm. right? I'm just, no, I'm just going to move up my shipment so I mm-hmm. get it and I can get it early, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And and I love that you, like you said, you you can be flexible because things happen. Um, you know, you need it sooner. You don't need it as, as quickly. Um, you know, prescription drugs is probably one of the things that, you know, I, 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 there are several that we all take. Right. And, and, um, you know, with this getting older stuff, you know, <laughs> um, but you know, sometimes it's like, okay, I, I don't want that right now, or I'm getting ready to go on vacation. So I need a little earlier. Um, now, you know, that's, that may not be a good example because you can't, you know, since it is a prescription, they can't always say, okay, we're going to give it to you a month early because your insurance company fusses. But, you know, maybe it is something like your lawn care. You know, you're you're going to have a party. So you need them to come early or, you know, had a bad storm. Can you come, you know, at, at a different time, um, you know, and, and take care of all of this? Absolutely. Yeah, we see with our, with our customers, um, w- when you can make things more flexible, easier, mm-hmm. when basically if somebody goes in and changes the date of their subscription mm-hmm. if they do that every time they do that it's a a, a, a 60 dollar bump in lifetime value and oh. if they do that three times it's mm-hmm. a 200 percent mm-hmm. increase in lifetime right. value so basically it shows that people that are willing to or subscription mm-hmm. programs that let people change mm-hmm. things are more profitable right yeah you know and, and I like the ones that allow me to temporarily stop. Right. Um, you know, and and one of the things that that we subscribe to is one of the meal plans, and so we use Garnish and Gather. Um, I like them because they're based here in Atlanta, and they try and local source as much as they can. So it's great. You know that you know. Yesterday, that might have been in the field. Uh, when it's talking about a Georgia peach, it is a Georgia peach. Um, you know, and and all of these various things. But you know, like today, I looked and I went. Kale, kale, asparagus, kale, and uh. <laughs> and and so I said I don't want it next week. That's all I had to do was click one button, skip a week. Maybe right. you're going on vacation, maybe whatever. But then, of course, it's so easy to start up again, and right. that I think is the key to this. Absolutely, no, you hit the nail right on the head with that. And and I think too, like the opportunity to also upsell, right? Like mm-hmm. you know here's a new dessert offering right. or right or, mm-hmm. or we have a super improved kale mm-hmm. leaf that you might mm-hmm. want to try kind yeah. of <laughs> you know i tell you i throw the kale out for the rabbits and the rabbits don't eat it that's a clue that kale is just you know, <laughs> you know I'm, like, I'm sure they're out there going really um but you know and they do upsell you know because it, like i said it's local sourced so they can you know you can go in and and buy that brisket that you really liked last time or, you know, the bread cookies, a lot of it's even things that they don't offer as part of the meal packages, mm-hmm. but it might complement it, um, you know, and, or you're just like, okay, you know, I like the bread. So I'm going to buy the bread, Exactly. Um, you know, and, and, and again, they've made it very easy. You know, I get a reminder if I have forgotten to go in and, and do right. it and, right. you know, and, and um, it's, it's just very cool. Well, you know, one of the things that, that we were talking about before the program is there's, to me, there's a different subscription service, and that's for an actual service that right. somebody might be providing. Um, I have um, a mastermind group that I belong to that automatically, I once a month, I get the, the you know, the invoice. Um, but I've been 
thinking about one for myself, uh, as I as I said when I was introducing you. And and so several months ago, I launched this initiative called Trying Not to Die Live. It's all about trying not to die and living. Um, you know, and in particular, it's it's about um, it's for people who um, are dealing with cancer, whether they have it or they know someone who does. Um, you know, and and so part of what we were thinking was. What if we went even further and created basically an online support group? Mm-hmm. You know, it's great fun to be able to do that, but you do kind of sometimes want to monetize things like that. Um, you know, and and so, you know, my business coach has been telling me, you need to do this, you need to do this. And I say, well, I don't want to charge a lot. These are people who have a lot of expenses. Right. And, you know, and and you know, and so we've kicked around offering scholarships, all sorts of things. Your friends could buy it for something. I mean, all sorts of things like that. But then of course I get to, but it sounds hard to set up. So how would I go about doing this? Because I really do. I mean, that is exactly what I think. I'm like, it's a good idea, but. (laughs) Is it, you know, what's interesting about this is like, there is actually a lot of technology out there to help manage that. So Mm -hmm. like you're talking about something like Patreon Mm -hmm. or Kajabi, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of software options that Mm -hmm. make it easy to create almost like a paywall, right? Like Mm -hmm. to, Mm -hmm. in order to create a membership group. So Mm -hmm. like I'm for example, I'm in a marketing group where, um, you know, the subscription comes through Patreon Mm -hmm. and all of the activity is in a Facebook group. Mm -hmm. And so they, there is a little bit of work on monitoring mm-hmm. and, you know, making sure the person requesting to join the group is right. also through Patreon, right? Mm-hmm. There's the same email. Um, but that's about as much work that goes into that. I think the what ends up being harder is, um, isn't actually the management part of that, but it's making sure you're crafting, creating a good offer, right? right. So mm-hmm. talking about like what kind of services would be of value to mm-hmm. people that are seeking for this kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And and I don't know, maybe, um, you know, scholarships, maybe the the idea that somebody could buy it for a, a mm-hmm. loved one would be a really great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think the idea that maybe you're, maybe you're giving some of the proceeds as scholarships mm-hmm. yes. or, mm-hmm. or donating mm-hmm. to like, you know, um, foundations or mm-hmm. other things. Are, I think that could be also another way to mm-hmm. like motivate people, but it really comes down to like demonstrating really good value. Mm-hmm. Like what are you right. going to get out of being mm-hmm. in this? that get somebody to sign up and mm-hmm. then how, what kind of value are they seeing over time? Mm-hmm. And to me, that's kind of the, what right. ends up being kind of tricky mm-hmm. is, is aligning those, those interests with what you think people want mm-hmm. with what they actually want and mm-hmm. what they're actually getting. And that's, right. that's where things get kind mm-hmm. of tricky. Right. Yeah. And, and our thought is that, you know, we would have guest speakers and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it would be something that only the members of this group would right. be able to hear. And it could be physicians, could be nutritionists, could be um, meditation experts. I mean, all right. sorts of things. Um, and and then, of course, it can't be an auto renew. It has to, because in this situation, people's situations change. Mm-hmm. And they, for good and bad, you know, they might go, hey, this is great. I'm cured. I don't need to talk to these people anymore. Right. Um, you know, but things could also change the other way. And so we would want them to be able to once a month say, yes, you know, I, I want to continue this, um, you know, which makes it a little bit more complicated. That, that, that does. And, you know, the, the, the other hard part about that is if you ask somebody, if they want to cancel, basically a lot, like a high percentage will just mm-hmm. say yes. Right. right? Um, so again, that's how you word it. You know, right. do you wish to continue receiving this wonderful content? <laughs> yeah, something. So I like, I advise our customers mm-hmm. and, and other people like, 
you know, if you're sending a text or an email, mm-hmm. you don't just flat out say, do you want to cancel? Right. Or- well, because a lot of times you're like, I don't even remember what this is. Cancel. Right. <laughs> exactly. You want to you want to start some engagement, right? You want to think like, how how is it going this month? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're you're or you're um you're up for renewal. Were you able to? Did you see the recording from last week? Did you do mm-hmm. this? Did you do this? Did, right. did you do remind them of the value? Remind them mm-hmm. of all the value, and then for something that I like doing, whether you're doing it with an auto renew or somebody has to opt into it, is. Mm-hmm. Is just making it really clear, like, hey, if you want to make any changes to mm-hmm. your subscription, click here to do that. Mm-hmm. And then that way, um, you're still getting a lot of people that are okay with it, that are letting mm-hmm. it go. But if somebody doesn't, it's really easy to see that. And mm-hmm. then, of course, having a very forgiving policy where, if, you know, it processes and somebody sees that, they email mm-hmm. you the next day, you, right. you read the previous mm-hmm. order. Mm-hmm. They would have canceled. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I definitely want to do that because I, we've all signed up for things right and and the ones that get me are the annual auto renews um because (laughs) you know now depending on what it is i'm like yeah yeah whatever um you know uh serious radio that's probably one so my satellite radio you know i don't pay by the month it's just an annual thing and it you know i get the email and i don't even open it (laughs) i'm like yeah i like it so i'm gonna keep getting it but you know i've had them before where i get the and i'm like or or worse, I look at my bank statement. I'm like, what was this? <laughs> what did I just pay for? Um, and you know, and, and and then what it does is it makes me think, okay, clearly I wasn't using it if I didn't remember what it was. Now, you know, sometimes it comes through with the, the business name and you were used to the mastermind right. group or whatever. And so um, but but yeah, you know, the 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 ones it's it's always good, like we were saying, make it simple communicate with folks, you know, Hey, this, this is an annual renewal, but it's for this, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and what would really be nice is on those, because I've had to go back and cancel some of those big annual renewals. If I'd had a thing from them thanking me for renewing and, you know, just something as simple as, you know, Hey, thanks for, for renewing. We, we hope you've loved our great product content, whatever it was, if, you know, and, and maybe even giving the option to say, you know, if you're if you're not wanting to do this, I would wonder too if you could enable, depending on which of those platforms you pick. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get people to opt in, mm-hmm. you can you can ask them. And I don't see this done very often, mm-hmm. but I think it should be because I think it's kind of a best practice. Is mm-hmm. you ask people their preferred method for getting notified about an upcoming right. bill billing mm-hmm. renewal, mm-hmm. and and if and if, and people know email goes to spam, and right. if they're more likely to pick text because mm-hmm. then they'll know that they're going to get mm-hmm. it and they're not going to get surprised. Mm-hmm. It creates a, a, a stronger trust factor mm-hmm. so that people aren't feeling like you're just going to try to trick them or whatever. Right. And then it's also like a very clear engagement opportunity where they, mm-hmm. it comes in, everybody mm-hmm. sees a text right. coming in. Right. Well, and you know, or there are people like me who have specific email addresses, like True. a Gmail account, usually just for things like this. Right. So I might not even remember to check it, right? Uh, until I get that thing on my bank statement. I'm going, why is this? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so so what are some other things that that you're seeing? Because I, I think, especially because of COVID, um, I think people went, oh, okay, I don't have to go to the store. I don't have to do what. How do you see this going in the future? And what trends are we looking at? Yeah, one of the biggest trends is actually in the fresh food space, like mm-hmm. you mentioned, getting that as a subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was 
lucky enough to um talk to some of the people at like you know some of the door dashes and grub mm-hmm. hubs, hubs of the world and they're seeing a very strong trend slowly but surely going in the direction of people being a lot more comfortable getting mm-hmm. groceries and fresh food delivered mm-hmm. so and then inside the e-commerce space we're seeing a lot of like um you know say you get might get fresh juice that you mm-hmm. actually order online mm-hmm. you could go pick up at your farmer's market mm-hmm. or they'll deliver it to you so mm-hmm. you're seeing a lot of regional as well as national distributors mm-hmm. of different foods, coffee, things like that. So that's certainly becoming stronger. I think a lot of people with COVID became a lot more comfortable with the stranger dropping mm-hmm. food off on their porch kind of thing, right? So right. that's certainly a big trend we're seeing. Um, and I think the technology is getting to a point where it's getting really, really easy to like, you know, you get a text, you click a mm-hmm. link, um, you you swap something out, mm-hmm. you hit, like you mentioned, the one button to skip a week kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like that's becoming a lot more prevalent. Mm-hmm. Where I think it's really interesting is, um, you know, there's a lot of people for a long time have talked about this internet of things where basically like our, our, our smart home will make all our decisions for mm-hmm. us. I, I think it's somewhere in the middle where mm-hmm. it's more like, I don't want my refrigerator to go, Hey, she needs more milk. (laughs) Right, right, right. But you're okay. If the, if the, if the fridge says, you know, Hey, you need to order a filter, click yes Mm -hmm. on on the filter, Mm -hmm. on the screen of your fridge Mm -hmm. to reorder a filter. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So that kind of thing, like people want some of that control. Amazon's Mm -hmm. rolling out some really fun programs where like, you can literally weigh a bag of coffee (laughs) on the scale that they send you. Ah. And depending on how much coffee's Mm -hmm. left, it'll automatically reorder for you or not. (laughs) Um, so it's really, I think we're seeing an opportunity where, um, people will have to make less decisions, but Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going at least not for a long time yet where people are ceding all control in the decision-making process. It's just the technology is trying to make it so that you just get a quick prompt and Mm -hmm. then you decide what you want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, so a good example (laughs) might be. You might have a uh, an AI or a virtual assistant on your phone that you schedule vacation time. Mm -hmm. Well, that might say, oh, hey, well, what about this delivery? Right. This we don't delivery? want the landscaper coming right. or. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So being able to just have something trigger and say, mm-hmm. well, do you want me to cancel this or postpone mm-hmm. this or reschedule this? And so it's it's just going to become a lot more automated mm-hmm. and really easy to manage a lot mm-hmm. of our lives, I think. Right. You know, and it, it it's scary to think, you know, that that in all of this, I mean, you know, anytime I think about it, it's, you know, it's it's a little scary how much tech is is taking over. But it's not taking over. It right. is making things easier and you can turn it off. I mean, you know, and, and, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with somebody right now where we ship something to them. They were gone. And several months later, it finally dawned on them. Oops. Hey, did they ever send that to me? Well, of course we did. And it sat out there long enough that somebody came along and went, I think I will take this, <laughs> um, you know, and, and so, yeah, I mean, if, if they had, you know, linked it in with their Gmail calendar and, you know, or their outlook and, and it said, I'm going to be gone, then maybe it would have told us, you know, Hey, ship next week or, you know, hold off or, um, you know, whatever it is, but uh, you know, and, and, and I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm like you, I don't like the complete auto things sometimes, you know, like the good example, the filter for my refrigerator, it's got the little doohickey mabobber that says you need to replace your filter. I got a filter before it was telling me that. And then of course I forgot. And then I have two. (laughs) And um, it was kind of like the, the whole thing, you know, when do you need to change the oil in your car when, you know, um, but, but yeah, it's, so it still needs to have some input, 
you know, right. not just not just that the total automatic. Um, hey, here's new printer ink. Well, I don't even have that printer anymore. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's like my car is always asking me when I get low on gas. Do you want mm -hmm. me to find a gas station for you? Yeah. And when I'm by my house, no, I I know where the gas station right. is. But if I'm out of state, yeah, or if you're on a road trip, uh -huh. click, yes, actually mm -hmm. find me guest. Yes, now, now. <laughs> and, and I do think that's that's kind of the point is that we've seen, especially in technology, this idea or this vision or dream of mm -hmm. like people not having to do anything. And mm -hmm. I've actually worked with some pretty large brands that have tried something like that mm -hmm. and had it kind of blow back on mm -hmm. them because because people still believe they're going to know better than right. even a brand might with a team mm -hmm. of scientists and all these people mm -hmm. and what's best for you. People still want to make choices for mm -hmm. themselves, right? I don't care what a dermatologist says I should be putting on my skin. Mm -hmm. I test what I should put mm -hmm. on my skin and right. I order what works for mm -hmm. me, right? And I don't want a machine telling me that either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and that does, you know, there's obviously lots of discussions going on now because of AI, because of things like chat GPT, you know, how much are we automating things? And, you know, and I had that discussion earlier today with somebody, we were talking about chat GPT, which I know that's not part of this really actually could, you, it could help it, you mean, write your is, messaging. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I said, you know, what it did for me was it gave me and, and does give me great first drafts. Right. You know, so instead of staring at the blank screen going, I know I need to do this and then finding anything else in the world to go do. I can get a good draft, um, you know, and, and then I can go through, I can change it, personalize it, do whatever. And that's where I have found things like that are great. So it's same thing. You know, we want to be able to have that option to go in and maybe we change one word. Maybe we right. change paragraphs, um, you know, or if you're like, we're, you know, talking about with this, I don't want to order this week, but I'm going to order next week. Um, you know, things like yeah. that. Yeah, I love ChatGPT. I use it for brainstorming, creating outlines. Uh, we we were creating a demo website um, for something, and um, it wrote like multiple blogs as mm -hmm. well as all the product page right. descriptions in mm -hmm. under like you know twenty minutes. I um, know. <laughs> so, well, and it's it's funny. I I had done it with a blog, you know, when and and it was one of those. It was you know, like I said, I I launched trying not to die live. And I launched it back in October. And since October, I've been thinking, I need to do a blog. I need to do a blog. I need to, you know, and cleaning the toilet took priority, you know, because it was just, and I had the topics. I mean, all day, you know, it's just a matter of sitting down and doing it. And so I told it, you know, I told Chat GPT, write a blog post about. And to me, the coolest part was watching it type. You know? And I was like, cool. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I changed. I didn't know that this, the thing that I had struggled to write for months, then I worked on for half an hour. Right. You know, yeah. And, and I, I've used it for branding. So I mm -hmm. um, have a Slack community mm -hmm. of about like 500 marketers and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I had a, one name for it. And then I wanted to, I needed to switch it up because somebody, anyway, mm -hmm. to make a short story, it looked from the outside that I'd spent months planning and mm -hmm. prepping a new name mm -hmm. and new logo. And right. it was literally like one of those moments mm -hmm. of like in the shower, I'm like, oh, I should go see what chat GPT mm -hmm. can come up with. Mm -hmm. 15 minutes later, I've got commerce catalyst mm -hmm. as a name after going through all these mm -hmm. different iterations and ideas, mm -hmm. K incorporate Utah, incorporate mm -hmm. flowers, incorporate this. And then I went to an AI logo generator and mm -hmm. it generated a new logo after I told it what the group was in the mm -hmm. name. And I got to pick out of mm -hmm. 20 different options it spit out. 
And so it makes me look like I'm running this huge mm-hmm. branding shop when right. in reality, I just used some mm-hmm. AI tools that made my right. life really simple. And and what it did was it freed you up to do yeah. what you really needed to be doing. Exactly. Um, you know, and, and I think that's where people are messing up. Uh, you know, it's been interesting, obviously, the, dis- the discussion about kids using it you know, for, for education. And I saw one person and it was, they got straight to the point. They said, huh, teachers might actually have to teach. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, yeah, you know, and, 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 you know, it's, we've had plagiarism as long as people have been able to look at somebody else's work and copy it. Right. You know, (laughs) they, they chip that stone tablet into, you know, Um, so yeah, it's, it's how we use the tools and, You know, it's 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 like the subscription service. How can we make life easier for people so they can do what it is they really want to be doing? And then for me, again, I love the word engagement. That's the word I use all the time when mm-hmm. I'm talking about them. If you look at subscriptions as an opportunity for increased mm-hmm. engagement, you're going to approach it from a totally different perspective. Mm-hmm. You're going to understand what value you're delivering to your mm-hmm. customer. And also, like, not to put it crassly, but what value you can extract, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Right. How much, you know, I've acquired a customer. Mm-hmm. If somebody's walked in the door mm-hmm. or they've made a purchase, mm-hmm. like I want to be able to make that that acquisition mm-hmm. all the more profitable by selling mm-hmm. them additional things or selling them over time. Mm-hmm. And you only can do that through great engagement. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, it's it, we've been talking about, you know, some of this stuff, it makes sense to, to do as a subscription service. Right. What are some things that people might not do as a subscription that would actually work at, under a subscription service? Yeah, I think a really great example of this is, um, let me think of, okay, so like say um, a law law firm um, Mm -hmm. or no, a a podcast, podcasting coaching, Mm because I have a friend who I was helping with this recently. Mm -hmm. So let's say normally a podcast service, they're selling a a $5,000 package Mm -hmm. and they record X number of podcasts, Mm -hmm. including editing and promotion Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Okay. So they try to sell that to people. Now, um, what happens if they get a lot of people, they say they start to get a lot of people who come in and mm-hmm. don't want the full package. They just mm-hmm. want the editing part. Now, as a business, you could decide, well, that's not a product I want to offer. Mm-hmm. Or can I create a very simple exchange of value where mm-hmm. I have a automated system or I use mm-hmm. AI or I use a, an assistant or an editing team where we'll do... 10 minutes of editing takes us this much time. Mm-hmm. You know what, what the input output is. So we're mm-hmm. willing to do an hour's worth of editing mm-hmm. every month for $200. Okay. So you can subscribe to that and you can use up as much of it or as little mm-hmm. as you want. Right now, the idea is you're actually getting customers that you weren't able to sell to before. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're starting to pick up additional revenue. Mm-hmm. You're also getting the opportunity to create this engagement, this relationship mm-hmm. with somebody. So as you do the editing, you can you can create marketing motions where you're mm-hmm. mentioning, hey, you're doing this. Do you want to add in this service? Mm-hmm. Do you want to add in? Do you want to upgrade mm-hmm. to this plan or this kind of package? Mm-hmm. So I think it really comes down to just understanding that subscriptions can give you an opportunity if you're productizing. And that term basically just means you're you're creating a standard mm-hmm. set of offerings, mm-hmm. right? Because it's easy to say like pet food is a product, mm-hmm. but as a service, you can productize right. something by saying it's a very specific set of things mm-hmm. we do. It's very clearly defined mm-hmm. and we know how much it costs us and we're willing to offer it mm-hmm. for this amount. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's where the opportunity with subscriptions really is, is that you might be able to start doing something. I think like legal is another good example. Mm-hmm. It's like you pay a retainer and if they're doing work, they bill you normally. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, what if you can't afford the retainer or... Mm-hmm. 
You just want somebody you can call mm-hmm. a couple of times a month to ask mm-hmm. a couple of quick questions. Now you don't want to get an invoice every time you do that. Mm-hmm. So hey, right. put your credit card on file. You get charged 50 bucks a month mm-hmm. to have access. Mm-hmm. And it's something that simple that, that $50 gets mm-hmm. you 30 minutes on a phone mm-hmm. call whenever you want kind right. of thing. So it's, it's just trying to imagine a lot of the different ways that people, um, might need help. Mm-hmm. or ways that you can offer value to them. Mm-hmm. And again, that engagement word is one I use. And then you can just envision it that as something that's like a, a low bars mm-hmm. is subscribing to that service. Right. You know, and, and I was just thinking about consulting in general, mm-hmm. um, where you do have a, a monthly thing. And, and you know, I've got that. We have um, clients where we do their social media posting and we get a flat fee every single month. Now, right. you know, and I, I'm one, I hate invoicing. Right. You know, I'm like, oh my God, I hate it. And so, you know, we use QuickBooks. And so I've automated that. So you know, once a month, now I do have to remember to go in. If say we've done um, Facebook ad, be a great example. So, you know, so I need to add to their their invoice. Right. And the nice thing is it just goes, you know, the last day of the month, which is what I've scheduled for is when it it just goes. But this is a subscription service, um, you know, and, and so for somebody who doesn't use QuickBooks or, you know, all of those things, this seems like a, a pretty good thing. But, you know, it's it's also one of those and I've never tinkered with the format in QuickBooks. I don't know if I can add to it and say, hey, have you ever thought about, you know, um, type of thing. But, you know, it, 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 it's so, you know, I love the fact that you can really personalize using a service like yours to say, you know, we do this for you, but did you know we could also do this? Right. Exactly. Yeah. That that's where I think the real value is. And and again, mm-hmm. there's a lot of software out there like QPilot. Mm-hmm. If you, if you're working in e-commerce mm-hmm. specifically, we are, you should definitely take a look because right. that's our mm-hmm. bread and butter. That's what mm-hmm. we specialize in mm-hmm. is something physical getting delivered. Mm-hmm. But like even if you're using something like Stripe or Square, mm-hmm. like again, you're setting up automated payments, mm-hmm. you're setting up some email. Um, mm-hmm. I think some of the mistakes that we often see is people make things a lot more complicated than they mm-hmm. need to be initially, right? You right. try to create something simple. And then mm-hmm. the biggest thing I always say is you want to try to get feedback right away, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. is this working for you? Yeah. What, Was it easy to use? What, what were you expecting to happen mm-hmm. and what actually happened? Mm-hmm. That's a big thing too. I would say mm-hmm. like for your group that you've talked about mm-hmm. is like people might be joining the group thinking they want... um say the the content mm-hmm. but maybe there's a um a community aspect that actually mm-hmm. all the more valuable mm-hmm. and so when you start to get that kind of feedback from people about what they thought they were going to get versus why they stick mm-hmm. around you, that actually makes it really easy to market it because right. it's like you know now you're running an ad mm-hmm. people come for the content they stay mm-hmm. for the community right mm-hmm. they stay for the support kind of thing right mm-hmm. and you and you could maybe figure that out ahead of time and maybe chat gpt would tell you to market it that way initially mm-hmm. But until you start going with your business and going with the offering, you don't really know what you're, where you're going to mm-hmm. end up until you get that feedback from people. Right, right. You know, and I just keep thinking about how much this this can simplify things. Yes. Um, you know, and and especially when it's a product that you use or even you know service like we we're saying maybe landscaping um, over and over. Mm-hmm. You know, why not automate it? Whether you're you know if you're the the consumer. It does make life easier, um, right. you know, and and obviously if you're the business, once you have that system going, you know, it's it's great. I, I was going to say a really great example that you just made me think of is like um, movies. So I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever seen these where you can subscribe to like um, you get, say, a free movie ticket a month plus huh. 20% mm-hmm. off concessions. Right. 
Now, what, what's interesting about this is for a long time, I was racking my brain on this because I couldn't figure out how they were making money off of it because mm-hmm. it seems like they're just because the cost is usually the price of the ticket. Right. It's like if, if a movie ticket's 10 bucks, the mm-hmm. subscription's 10 bucks. Right. So if, if anything, it seems like they might be losing money. Right. <laughs> but what I found from doing some research and then brands that we work with as well, because mm-hmm. over the last few years is that um, most most brands are finding that when somebody buys that, mm-hmm. it's actually a really, really strong signal that they are going to spend more <laughs> at your business than somebody else will. Ah, okay. So it's not just that the person that buys that movie package, mm-hmm. it's not just that they're going to one movie a month, they're going mm-hmm. to four movies a month. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the concessions kind of, yes, the concessions, maybe they're, they're losing a little bit of money off of that mm-hmm. offering. But they're actually promoting people to buy more concessions. Mm-hmm. They're using an app where they can get in-app notifications and mm-hmm. they can upsell other opportunities or, or market <laughs> mm-hmm. other movies. And so I'm seeing this with a lot of other companies as mm-hmm. well. Whereas if you can get somebody to subscribe, and this is why I use that term engagement, you're going to find that people are going to be more willing to spend money with you. Mm-hmm. For example, like the example I use with like mm-hmm. the skincare, mm-hmm. a lot of these brands know once you subscribe, you're indicating that you're going to spend more money over time because mm-hmm. you're seeing more value initially right. and that we can then engage mm-hmm. and nurture and get more value mm-hmm. from each other as well. So it's certainly an idea of like looking at experimenting with on how you can you can create that opportunity mm-hmm. for engagement. Um, but but again, that people are seeing initial value that they want to mm-hmm. subscribe, you're going to get a lot more out of them. Right. So as you were talking about that, I was wondering, you know, we, we hear about funnels and drip campaigns right. and, and all of those things. At, you know, would it be possible? And a movie is is a great example of that. So you know, your whatever theater, you actually send out a weekly email. Hey, mm-hmm. here's what's being released this week. But only once a month are you sending out that. Hey, you subscribed. You get in. You know, here's your free ticket or right. whatever. Um, is that something that it, it happens? Can it happen? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think like again, depending on the brand, the industry. Mm-hmm. And what you're learning, like, like, like a really good example is, is related to upsells. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, typical, somebody's going through a cart checking out, they're going to mm-hmm. see upsell opportunities. Mm-hmm. Amazon does this. Most brands do this, but say like you subscribe and then month one, you're trying to upsell somebody. Well, mm-hmm. a lot of brands are finding month one is not the time. To no, upsell. you're M- like, month, wait a minute. I, three, I, I don't, yeah. I'm just dating you. I don't want to get married. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 sometimes it's about figuring out mm-hmm. the cadence you want to mm-hmm. upsell people. But I think there should always be something related to if somebody's subscribing, they're indicating they want to hear more or they're interested mm-hmm. in your product. So thinking about giving people weekly updates on movie mm-hmm. releases or new products or features, mm-hmm. plus that, that extra touch point mm-hmm. related to the subscription itself. Right. So um, again, depending on the brand or what you're mm-hmm. doing, you can, you can play with that. But yes, you should be thinking about this is what I'm marketing to mm-hmm. everybody on my email list. This is what I'm marketing to my subscribers. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm marketing, like, you know, and then ways I'm creating additional engagement mm-hmm. or value through that marketing. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and I'm always real big on there should be value that people get without paying, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and whatever it is, you know, have something. So, you know, back to the movie theater thing. Okay. Maybe you link to articles that, that, you know, are talking about the, the Oscars, you know, I, I always, I'm one of those, I like the fashion, you know, and, and so if I get an email that says, check out what people wore to the Oscars, 
I might click on it, um, you know, and and otherwise I'm going to have to stop and think and go and find it myself and, you know, other things come up. But, but yeah, so then I'm, then the next email, I'm thinking, what are they going to tell me now? Um, right. You know, maybe they're, you know, it's an interview with, you know, somebody and, and things like that. But yes, and I think that's, you know, I, so many times people say, well, we don't want to give stuff away. Well, you know, to me, the giveaway part, I mean, you are going to have people who take just what you give right. and never, never go further. Never want more and never yeah. But the, the, the idea is you give them just enough so that they go, okay, I'm going to take the next step. Um, you know, like well, we've, we've uh, got a, a thing on our, our podcast website. Do you want to be on podcasts? Here's what you need to do. Um, you know, and, and it's, that is designed to get people into, to contacting us. Can they do it without a shirt? You know, but you know, do that's they the really want, I, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's actually the example I was going to use is say mm-hmm. like in the podcasting example, mm-hmm. you're somebody, um, subscribes to an email mm-hmm. or they buy maybe that small package mm-hmm. and then you're sending them regular content mm-hmm. or tips or tricks or expertise. Right. Like it's a way to demonstrate expertise mm-hmm. and it's a way to, again, create engagement. Mm-hmm. You want people to open those emails, mm-hmm. look to you as a resource. Um, cause that's who mm-hmm. they're going to buy from when they have right. questions right. or, or mm-hmm. refer you to somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and you just used a word that, you know, is my bugaboo and my, my, you know, and that's regular, you know, how many times do we get somebody to click to download? They buy, a, you know, they do whatever, and then we never contact them again. <laughs> you know, we've got, you know, we're going to, we've, we've got their information. That's why we did a lead magnet or whatever. And then, you know, crickets. <laughs> you know? So that is, of course, one of the important things with this is this, you know, it's obviously with a subscription, it is not a one-shot thing. Um, right. You know, there, and that's, again, that's where you build that loyalty. That's where we're top of mind. It's like, okay, I bought this from them. They're good. Let's see if they can do this as opposed to, you know, I'm going to just Google it and see what comes up. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, that's, you're making me think of my, I have a subscription newsletter that's mm-hmm. free and you know, it's, it's one of those funny things. If you, sometimes if you don't ask, you're never mm-hmm. going to get right. So mm-hmm. um, I have people that are getting my newsletter and I'll try to regularly, I haven't done it in a little while mm-hmm. since you just reminded me, I'll go through recent subscribers mm-hmm. and see who's opening. And if they have a website, right. I'll look at their website and mm-hmm. see Oh, is this somebody I could potentially mm-hmm. sell to? And mm-hmm. sometimes it's not like, oh, I just send them a sales. It's no, mm-hmm. it's a, hey, would you be interested in working mm-hmm. with me directly? Right. And a lot, of, and sometimes people mm-hmm. are like, yes, and sometimes mm-hmm. people don't reply, and right. that's fine. But you're never going to know unless you actually. You're ask. not going to get a yes if you don't ask. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. So, how would somebody get started doing a subscription service? Like I said, you know, I think about it, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's really. We'll, we'll, I'll I'll mention it with with kind of two different ways. So mm-hmm. if you're if you're in e-commerce, you're most likely mm-hmm. on like Shopify or WooCommerce. Right. Mm-hmm. There are apps or plugins you can use. Qpilot mm-hmm. is one of those. You can certainly consider okay. us for that. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a lot of there's a lot of good software out mm-hmm. there, Shopify specifically, mm-hmm. um, for that. Um, if you're if you're not in e-commerce, so you're talking about your your group or um, mm-hmm. a service based opportunity. There is a lot of technology out there. I'm mm-hmm. happy to point people in the mm-hmm. direction if they have specific tips or, or questions. Mm-hmm. I would say like vetting good technology, you want to identify what your top like needs are, mm-hmm. um, right? Like um, for example, uh, some systems are better at gating content mm-hmm. on a website than others. Like mm-hmm. for example, you like, you know, you embed a widget on your site and nobody can access the blog page unless they've subscribed, mm-hmm. right? Um, as opposed to um, the the one I mentioned with like, you want a Facebook group and you just want to... Mm-hmm. Hit somebody's 
credit card every month, right? You can just go to Square or Stripe mm-hmm. and sign up for those. So evaluating mm-hmm. the technology is certainly a piece of, of that. Again, I would always keep it really, really simple. Um, a lot of the most common mistakes I see are people making it overly complicated, right? Mm-hmm. Like you go here, you sign up, and then this is going to happen. And then this is going to oh, happen. Yeah. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no it's, it's, it's You try to come up with like that one thing, and then you're trying to sell that mm-hmm. one thing and then figure out if that's enough or mm-hmm. what else you need to add to that um, mm-hmm. is a good way of doing that. And then understanding that one thing, that, mm-hmm. that um, MVP or minimum viable product. You can then evaluate software to mm-hmm. see what's going to make that easy mm-hmm. for you and not um, be too expensive. Because a lot mm-hmm. of the subscription apps are going to take a percentage mm-hmm. of the sale, right? Like right. Patreon's like mm-hmm. 10%, something right. like that. Yeah. I mean, there's processing fees. Exactly. <laughs> right. So so that that's how I would approach you to start mm-hmm. thinking about what's the offer I want to make, mm-hmm. um, the value, and what do I need to make that happen from mm-hmm. a software standpoint? And then I always, um, again, another big mistake is not collecting data. So I was just thinking of that, you know, do you have contact information and, and specifically an email and or text, you know, whatever, you know, for your clients? And asking a few simple questions. Mm-hmm. If you're on Shopify, it's like mm-hmm. using a post-purchase survey, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're using or like um, adding in cancellation surveys, mm-hmm. even if it's something like it's an email that just gets triggered when somebody mm-hmm. cancels and you're asking, mm-hmm. why did yeah. you cancel? Why did that's you as, abandon us? That's about as simple as it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could use something like that. Clavio mm-hmm. actually has a lot of really great tools for doing <laughs> that thing. But really, I want to start to learn any good subscription program. I want to mm-hmm. know the, the most important things are why did somebody subscribe? If they didn't subscribe, if I could get why they didn't subscribe, mm-hmm. what they're expecting to get, mm-hmm. because that's often different than what you think. Like, right. like again, with your group, you have mm-hmm. a lot of assumptions about what mm-hmm. value people are going to see. Mm-hmm. And then people are going to come with their own assumptions. Mm-hmm. And then why did people cancel? Mm-hmm. And then for all of these things, especially the why people cancel, mm-hmm. it's a, a you, you need to be asking <laughs> why as possible. So right. just as a quick um, story on that. Um, we work with a pet food brand called I Heart Dogs, mm-hmm. um, and they have a great program where they donate a portion of all their sales Aww. to shelter pets, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're running a subscription for a while and just collecting cancellation reasons. And mm-hmm. a very common reason with physical subscriptions for people to cancel is I've got too much of it, right? I've, mm. I've got a pantry full of pet mm-hmm. food. I don't yep. need my subscription. <coughs> Fifi didn't eat as much right. as we thought Fifi was going to. <laughs> exactly. So and so that's the thing though is that you you get that answer but it's why. Right. Why 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 do yeah, you Yeah, so to- then you know you need to put a hold feature right. on there. Right. And so they found out that people were people were ending up with the wrong amount of product because they mm-hmm. actually didn't know how much to order initially because right. You know, Fifi's this big and Fido's this big mm-hmm. and they need different amounts of pet yeah, food. Are you getting a 25 pound bag every two weeks? <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So they actually took that information. And again, this sounds so, so obvious, mm-hmm. but until you're actually doing it, you don't mm-hmm. really start to p- pull out these mm-hmm. little truths. So they went back and they fixed their their initial order page. So it was easy to, you picked based on size of dog and it made a product rec- amount recommendation and a frequency recommendation. When they did that, their their initial conversions mm-hmm. went up. I bet. Yeah, mm-hmm. like 30%. Mm-hmm. And their retention went up like mm-hmm. 40%. Because mm-hmm. now the main reason why people, they knew how much to order. Mm-hmm. So the subscriptions across the board, another one that I was working with, their same thing, too much product. Mm-hmm. Their brand, it was because people weren't getting in the habit of using it consistently. It was mm-hmm. a new for them. Mm-hmm. So instead of just like giving away gifts or giving away discounts to mm-hmm. get people stick around, they actually went back and invested in like explaining how mm. important it is to create habits mm-hmm. 
you know, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. again, getting into those, those reasons and mm-hmm. getting diving into the reason why, and then you can start to iterate and mm-hmm. improve and figure out, oh, you know what, this tech stack, this software mm-hmm. we've been using, it doesn't have this mm-hmm. widget. We need that over here. Mm-hmm. We're going to go switch softwares, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Right. You know, and, and of course, it, it, the technology does exist. Right. Um, you know, we're not reinventing the wheel here. You know, I was thinking about the dog thing. I mean, one of the questions could be, how much per day do you feed your dog? Right. Cup, two cups. Do you even know? I mean, are you the person who <laughs> the dog bowl is empty? I pour more food in it. Right. Um, you know, things like that. And so then it's going to make them think, um, you know, or there are people like we have beagles. We, f- we have to feed them very specific and we don't leave food out because the little buggers will kill yeah, each other. Know. <laughs> um, you know, and, and so, yeah, so they get a very specific amount every day. So that's pretty easy to figure out. Um, so, but you're also, yeah, you are thinking about the health of the dog. Okay. Maybe Fifi is a little overweight. Maybe we don't need the bowl of food there all the time that she can walk by and munch at. Um, so maybe you're you're doing a little bit of an education program in there. You know, Fifi weighs five pounds, saying that you you know are feeding four cups a day, probably a little much. Yeah, exactly. um, you know, and and so, but but yeah, it's um, you know, and, and 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 it's as you said at the very start, it's about building that relationship. You know, you're not just trying to sell the dog food. You're trying to get them to be loyal customers. Exactly. Exactly. And you're trying to get them like to have a great experience with mm-hmm. their pet and what they're buying mm-hmm. from you. Because if you're selling pet food, you mm-hmm. damn sure you can sell right. treats, mm-hmm. toys, mm-hmm. other things. And mm-hmm. so again, that engagement opportunity mm-hmm. is so important because mm-hmm. as people start to trust you and your brand, mm-hmm. it's just going to become that mm-hmm. much more simple to include right. some of those other products right. in, right. in your offering. You know, and you can add in you know other personal touches. I mean, one of my favorites is Chewy. You know, you can, Chewy is set up where you can subscribe. And if you cancel and say it's because the dog has, or cat or whatever has passed, they send you flowers. I mean, you know, and, and so that means that somewhere something is triggering and some little person goes, must order these people flowers. Um, You know, and, and I, you know, I see I, now, granted, I have a lot of friends who have pets, but they're always saying, oh my gosh, look at what we got. But it's also you know, like the, the, the meal service that I subscribe to. I got a birthday gift. You know, I get an anniversary. Now, not marriage anniversary, anniversary of when we signed up anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and it's just like my birthday gift was this yummy little piece of gourmet chocolate. You know, I kept that little tag because I like that gourmet chocolate and I will probably order more of it. Um, yeah, the, and and clearly the database triggered it. And when they were packing my stuff, it said toss in the, the, the birthday chocolates. You know, somebody wasn't going through the Excel spreadsheet or whatever and going, oh, hey, Deb has a birthday. Um, you know, and it was the birthday week. I mean, that was the other thing. It wasn't, you know, there, I, I'm always amused when, you know, my birthday's in February, the very first part of February, I get cards from several people. This is your birthday month. So it's great that they thought of me, but the fact that, you know, they just send them out once a month. I'm like, okay, that, that took effort, but not. Well, you know, that chewy one, everybody talks about it when they get it. And, Mm -hmm. and I, and I know, like, I'm sure the data supports this Mm -hmm. in the sense of like, people that have a pet that pass away are going to have other pets. Right. And so it's, yeah. And so you're going to go, Hey, Chewy was nice. We're going to order from them again. Yeah, certainly worth the investment. Mm-hmm. And again, I think a lot of those companies, you start to get that data and you start mm-hmm. to understand what people like, mm-hmm. what they respond well mm-hmm. to. 
then um, that's how you should be approaching right. it. Right. Well, oh my gosh, Matt, this is so much fun. Um, but we've only got five minutes left. So tell us specifically about what are the services that that Q point uh, Q pilot. Sorry about that. That Q pilot provides. I'll tell you two things. So first, I do have a newsletter called Subscription Prescription that mm-hmm. comes out every week. And that's related to a lot of best practices okay. related to acquiring and retaining customers, mm-hmm. how you're going to sell to them, upsell them, those types of things. Um, so would welcome anybody who's working with subscriptions mm-hmm. to subscribe to that. Mm-hmm. Um, second, if you are doing any work in e-commerce with Shopify or WooCommerce, mm-hmm and you're selling a physical good that you'd like to put on a subscription, mm-hmm. or you've been doing that and you want mm-hmm. somebody else, you want to work with somebody's, mm-hmm. um, you know, something I said you liked. Um, mm-hmm. But we certainly do really, really well with those programs. We're all about flexible subscriptions, mm-hmm. making it really easy for your end customers mm-hmm. to change and manage everything. Cause we believe that's kind of the power and future mm-hmm. of subscriptions is having um, control there. So mm-hmm. um, if anybody's dealing with that, they should certainly talk to us um, again. For me, I do a lot of free consults related mm-hmm. to that, regardless of whether you're using us or not. Um, so if you want to pick my brand on subscriptions, I'm always available. Perfect. So how do people find you? Sure. Um, they can look for me on LinkedIn, Matthew mm-hmm. Holman, QPilot. Uh, you could also go to QPilot.com mm-hmm. um, or email me at matt at QPilot.cloud. Mm-hmm. Switching the dot .cloud, but yeah. I love it. Yeah, I was noticing that you're dot .cloud. And I was thinking, well, that's appropriate because you're in the cloud. You're in the cloud. Yep. Right. That's right. Right. Yeah, I mean, we're trying not to die. Dot live, yeah, exactly. yeah, not dot com. Um, but yeah, and and you know, you've you've got great examples on your website. It shows you know, okay, this is how it can be used, so people can kind of get the you know, is this something that even works for us? Yes, no, and then they go from there. Absolutely, absolutely. Cool, I love it. Well, like I said, Matt, this has been absolutely fascinating and, and so much fun learning more about what you do. Um, and, you know, I'm guessing that a good many of the people who are our listeners and our viewers are thinking, you know, okay, I could do this. This is something that that we do. Um, you know, and, and so I'd love to, to chat with you again and, and, you know, have you on it at a future date. But until then, do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with? Yeah, I would just say it's... It's been said a million times and it's going to be said a million times more, but talk to your customers, your mm-hmm. potential customers, find out what they're not getting or what more they want. Um, and that's, I think, the real secret to building a great subscription program. I love it. Well, this has been so much fun. And I've learned. I mean, this, this, that, that people, people always ask me, will you get out of doing your podcast? I get to talk to very cool people and I learn something every time, um, you know, and, and so this has been absolutely fascinating. You know, I'm Deb Creer. I've been having a great discussion with Matthew Holman of QPilot. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Thank you, Deb. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.